5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. It's a sort of cold morning in Adelaide where we're getting texts on the Telstra Storm Mount Barker text line of people with frozen windshields. <laughs> Lots of talk about cars on the program this morning. That's the lighter end. The, uh, the more challenging end of the spectrum is about the road toll and the tragedy we saw in uh, Glengarry over the week and we've been taking your suggestions on how we might fix it up. Had some interesting questions too and one just before the break was about the language used when it comes to the theft of car vehicles. I found the bit of law that we were referring to a moment before the break. So the, the, under South Australian law, you're always charged with illegal use. You're charged with the act technical offences interfering with a motor vehicle, um, using it without the owner's consent. Because to be charged with theft under South Australian law, it has to be proven that you have no intention of returning it. Yeah, right. Which carries a 10-year a penalty compared to illegal use, which is a two-year penalty. But because you've been caught in the act of using it illegally, what you, it's hard to know whether you're ever intending on driving it back there. I was just borrowing it for a while. Yeah, that's right. It seems it's, like it's a, a bit it's of a, hair splitting, doesn't it's it? It's stupid. Yeah, I, it, it's long been the case. It's mm. stupid. Um, some people have texted in that uh, the plan to... To close the trams for three weeks starting July 7 isn't particularly smart, given it coincides with the showdown being on. Transport Minister Stefan Canoles on the line now. Minister, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Minister, this does seem to be a fairly dramatic step that's going to have huge impact on workers and students and, and people who use the city just, just for entertainment purposes too. Yeah, it, it certainly will. It's a, a three-week period that's been designed to coincide with the time of the year where it'll have the least impact and uh, uh, because it's school holidays um, and uh, that's a time of the year when things are normally a bit quieter during the middle of winter we also know that from a hospitality perspective Adelaide's a little bit quieter and so trying to pick a time of the year to get this work done and and it's unavoidable uh, it, this is the time of year that's best to do it so you've even factored in the showdown well actually if I uh, the July 7th the work starts. It'll be three weeks. Um, yeah, there is the, the showdown on the Saturday night, but the only other alternative is to do it during the next set of school holidays, uh, sort of the term three holidays. And the difficulty with those ones is is that um, we expect both Crows and Power to be playing finals and, and it may impact upon that. So I think we don't want to take that chance. We want to see both our teams um, uninterrupted playing finals, so this is the time to do it. Has the transport department run its finger over? Has it done the AFL's ladder predictor, has it? <laughs> worked out. I've put in a few calls to champion data. <laughs> well, well, I think, I think uh, Port, Port's win over Geelong on, on the weekend, I think, uh, really, you know, tip the scales in this favour. So, um, we'll steam ahead. And that was the transport minister, Michelangelo Rucci. <laughs> um. Hey, uh, Minister. Before we before we uh, get get onto the the tram stuff in more detail, can I, can I just ask you the the question that that is is really in all seriousness energising Alistair this morning? It's the road toll. Now you wear the hat of of Transport Minister. the The figures for the year, needless to say, are appalling. Fifty nine people dead compared to thirty six at the same time last year. Without wanting to try to sheet responsibility for this off to government because it ultimately comes down to individuals behind the wheel. But, but you know, given you've got the authority to pull people together, are we at a point where we need to sit down and have some kind of summit where you say, you know, throw all the balls in the air? What, can, what more can we do as a community to fix this? Because it's a scourge. Well, I, 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 I agree with you. And in fact, 
Uh, Corey Wingard, who's the Minister for Road Safety, and I actually did, did exactly this uh, not just over a month ago. We sat down with all of the experts from the Centre of Automotive Research, as well as uh, the police, as well as my experts within the department uh, and a range of other stakeholders like the RAA. We went through exactly these questions. Uh, and, and there are a number of things that we can do uh, and are looking at doing and, and sort of new education campaigns to try and shock people in new and different ways is part of it. Uh, what you saw in relation to speeding fines uh, come down to the budget is part of it. But the biggest thing that government can do, in my view, is to fix the roads, and uh, especially on country roads. We know that between 60% to last year, 75% of people that die are doing so on country roads. And it's why uh, this year uh, we've put $1.15 billion into country roads. And a lot of that money is road safety. It's just fixing the shoulder ceiling, uh, making sure the road pavement is right, uh, putting those new older old tactile line marking in so that when people get out of their lane, they're woken up and, and uh, pushed back into their lane. We think that, that doing that is going to have a big impact. Um, but it's it's a complicated beast and it does rely, as you say, on people taking personal responsibility. But every morning when I read the paper or listen to you guys and, and hear that there's been another death, it does, it does, it is a bit personal. Mm. And I know for Corey Wingard it's the same. And, and so putting this massive amount of money on the table, uh, we think will make a material difference. On the tram issue, the Shadow Transport Minister, Tom Coots and Tonus has... Uh, just, just before we switch it over, I just want to ask one thing. Just on the, the AFL finals timing, the only final that falls in the dates next school holidays is the grand final. That's the first day of the, the third term holidays. So were you predicting that, I mean, that's going to be played in Melbourne. What was the, what's the danger there with finals? Well, hang on. So I've got a, and I'm trying to do this math off the top of my head, um, but essentially the, the timing as we put it into, um, hang on, I've got to get this right, but the timing is, was presented to me. The reason we can't do the third-term holidays was because of a series of finals. Um, now, if we're talking about more than AFL, I'm happy to come back to you, but um, that was certainly the reasoning that was put to me. Okay, so it could be Sandful finals, potentially? I'll, I'll, I'm happy to find out and bring you back an answer. Okay. You know, you know, hundreds of people would be affected if it was the Sandful final. <laughs> Shadow Transport Minister Tom Kutzentinus is on the line. Shadow Minister, good morning. G'day, guys. Uh, Minister, look, um, when this project went to the Public Works Committee, it received bipartisan support. We support the upgrade of the tram line, but we were told that only that King Williams section that was being upgraded would be closed. There was no suggestion you'd be closing the North Terrace line, no suggestion you'd be closing um, the tram so comprehensively throughout the CBD, inconveniencing thousands and thousands of people, and patronage is up on the tram quite considerably. And I would have thought the quietest time is just after Christmas when we did most of our works on North Terrace. So the idea that they've chosen the quiet time in July, well, I think that's wrong. And, and two, this entire closure of the line is completely, I think, unnecessary. And we haven't heard any explanation as to why you need to close the tram from the corner of West Terrace and North Terrace right through to Victoria Square. The tram can still operate as a shuttle between... Um, between the entertainment centre uh, and the railway station. There's no need to shut down the entire tram. I mean, that's going to inconvenience thousands of people. We've had no explanation from that at all. And from memory, the department told us that the regular tram services would operate throughout this work up until the, the, the rail works were being done only at that section. 
thanks for that, Tom Coots and Tonus. Is that is that um, correct, Stefan? Can I? When did, when did you actually find out from the department the full extent of of what they were proposing? Well, it's it's always been presented to me that way, and I mean, what questions Mr. Coots and Tonus asked in public works, I'm not sure, but uh, the uh, I asked that question when the brief was presented to me, and. And the answer is that if something goes wrong with even one of the trams during that three-week period, essentially that tram is stuck and can't get back to the depot, which is down at Glengarry. And so if you've got trams operating uh, on the other side, on the northern side of where these works are being undertaken, it's essentially going to get stuck. Uh, and that's quite difficult and embarrassing and uh, could lead to some issues. And so the decision was taken to keep all of the trams south of, uh, south of the works. Uh, and it is... Again, this three-week period, yes, it is going to be an inconvenience, but we've done everything we can uh, to mitigate this to the greatest extent possible. Transport Minister Stefan Canole, thank you for joining us this morning. 14 minutes after 7.